online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. This is Hump Day, Wednesday, June the 7th, in the year of our Lord 2023. This is Hour 2 of Episode 875. Of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Uh, you'll hear from our co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, here at the end of our second hour. Uh, if you missed the first hour, you missed a really good first hour. We had uh, Chris Edwards on, our friend from Duke University. Uh, the Blue Devils are traveling to Charlottesville this weekend for the Super Regional. And, uh, man, uh, if you missed it, go to uh, brianhanks.com. Go to soundcloud.com. You can listen to that. But here in our second hour, a first-time guest to the show. Very excited to have with me. Never met you before. This is the first time we've met face-to-face. So uh, I always love these kind of interviews. It's Billy Stern. He's the uh, general manager of a uh, new team here in Kinston called the Kinston Wingman. Hadn't even heard of you guys until a couple of weeks ago. And now you can't get on social media without seeing your face on there, uh, Billy, without uh, – uh, just, uh, you guys have started a groundswell. I mean, there really hasn't. I mean, you can honestly say that, that there has been this groundswell of support for, uh, the Ken, Kenson wingman, man, that is a sweet Jersey that you've got on there that you're, uh, you're wearing right here across from me right now. First off, uh, first off again, welcome to the show this morning. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me out here. I, I'm very honored to have you, uh, Billy. Let's, uh, let, before we get into the Kenson Wingman, uh, it's your first time, like I said, being on the show. Just want to get to know you a little bit. Tell us a little bit about Billy Stern. Um, so I'm originally from Goldsboro. Okay. Um, I went to East Joint High School, Wayne Community College. I was a Goldsboro police officer um, and then joined the Army. I've been in the Army for 22 years. I'll retire Wait a minute. Next you look like you're about 30 years old, okay? <laughs> so I bet you get that a lot too, don't well, you? No, but I, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and I reti- I'll retire next year, and I can't wait because then I can do this full time. You're a National Guard now, I guess? Or? No, I'm, I'm active. I'm at uh, Fort Bragg. Well, I guess Fort Liberty now. Yeah. Um, I've been out there for three years. How are you balancing – I mean, because, like I said, your face is all over the place on social media. I saw you did an interview with our friend Zach Holcomb, too, on uh, on his show. Yes, How are you able to have do all your responsibility? I, I'm an Army vet, too. I was in from 87 to 91. Uh, so I know, I mean, there's a lot of response. What's your MOS? What do you do in the Army? Uh, I'm a CID agent. Uh, a lot of people don't know what that is. Uh, it's like NCIS. We just don't have a cool TV show. <laughs> uh, I, I've been doing that since 2007. Uh-huh. When I became an agent. So. so basically, you're in law enforcement. I am. Uh, I am. Invest more investigative, I guess, than uh, like the patrolling type of uh, law enforcement. Yes, sir. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, that's that's a. I was a 96 Bravo. I was an intelligence analyst, so we didn't work much with CID. But uh, tell us a little bit about that. That's probably good for you if you didn't work with us at all. Yes. (laughs) So any any, um, felony crime that happens uh, that has a military nexus, we get involved in, whether it's uh, narcotics, um, sexual assaults, murders. Pretty much every Army base is just a small city. So we have the same problems that the cities outside the gate have. um, And... We just run like a uh, small police department and investigate everything. It's pretty much the easiest way to sum it up. (laughs) Well, it's been a long time. Like I said, it's been 32 years since I was in the Army, but I worked at HHQ in 4th ID in Fort Carson, Colorado. So we did work with military police. We didn't, like I said, we didn't work with CID occasionally. But uh, the one thing I know from talking to MP, my brother was an MP too in the Army in Korea. 
I can imagine. I know the stories they have because I've oh, talked yeah. to him. Piece. You've got some pretty cool stories, don't you? Yeah, they're uh, I got some pretty interesting stories. Yeah. So, so the MPs usually de- they deal with everything, um, like the misdemeanors, and where we come in for all the felony level stuff. Okay, so that's the main difference between the two. Have a story without names you could share with us? Uh, man, not trying to get you in trouble because <laughs> I, I I know a lot of this stuff ends up being classified or staying. Uh, yeah. Um, Probably nothing that I should share on here. <laughs> That's probably good. That's all good. Like I said, you had no idea we were even going to go down this road. Yeah. How do you find the time? I, I mean, I, I don't sleep. <laughs> I don't sleep much. Um, I'll go a few days usually, and then I'll crash. Because uh, on top of this, I coach um, travel baseball also. And then I run uh, C35 Eastern. So I've, I oversee about 20 travel baseball teams. Um, I'm, I'm a busy guy, and I have a very supportive family. So. Yeah. That's that's how I manage. Dude, that is beyond awesome. Are you married? I am. Children? So I yep, two kids. So. Okay. Very cool, dude. That is again, I just I I'm somebody that I feel like I have to do a pretty good job of time management. I mean, how I mean, that's something that you really have to concentrate on, isn't it? It is. Well, I usually I start my day around 3 in the morning and then uh I just I hit work immediately. Um, I'm the, the GM in the GM chat that's sending stuff at like random times. And I just hope everybody has their notification silent. Otherwise they're going to be hearing from me super early. And, I, <laughs> and then I, you know, I work until I can't work anymore that night. I'm always, always on something. I don't think I really have an off button. How does an army CID agent get involved with the old North state league, uh, wood bat baseball league? So where I'm at my, my army career, I'm kind of, you know, most of classes getting ready for retirement. So my, um, responsibilities aren't as heavy as a normal agent uh, i've done that uh did all that for years so now i'm kind of on the on the downslide um just it was all an accident really uh, on my part i had no idea that this was going to come up um i was riding with my wife one day and the the owner of the league and the team called and just offered me the position um he, he heard my name through rob wooten the owner of c35 and the work that i've done there and he just thought it'd be a great opportunity with me being from Goldsboro, knowing a lot of people, and already being um, entrenched in in that community. And and I was like, you know, it's opportunity. It's something I've always wanted to do. You know, as a kid, I always pretended to be a GM with my baseball cards, and um, so I just jumped on it. And he hasn't fired me, so I guess I'm doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> now, when did this happen? Because Old North State League's been around. Is this the fourth year, I believe, of it? This is the fourth year. Um, this is the first year of the Wingmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they. I, I, I came on board in August, so um, it's been a, a lot of moving pieces since then, and you know, um, a lot of work. But it's been it's been great. It's been very rewarding. Had uh, Jackson Massey on last week, uh, your head baseball coach. Uh, we know him obviously through North Lenore High School and just the championship level coach that he is too. Uh, how, how do you how did now was he already hired or did you hire him to be the head coach? So. Um, Alec, the owner, uh, he hired him. Okay. So I didn't. Re- I didn't have any input as okay. far as the this co- uh, this time around. Hopefully, yeah. we don't have to have another coach for a very long time because yeah. you know Jackson's doing a great job and hopefully he, he's enjoying it and sticks around. Um, so, but I, I'm glad he's on board. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing. He's he's phenomenal. Yeah, he is a great coach, a great tactician, and all that too. Again, that voice you listen to is Billy Stern. He is the uh, general manager of the Kenson Wingman. 
Now, people might go, and I know we're going to get into the name change thing here in a little bit, uh, but uh, Kenston Wingman, it originally started as the Goldsboro Wingman as uh, an homage, I'm assuming, to Seymour Johnson uh, Air Force Base. Uh, what happened there? I mean, with uh, I know they were originally supposed to play in Goldsboro, and then I heard through channels, I guess, uh, a couple of weeks before the season started, maybe even a month before the season started, that it was going to be coming to Kenston. Ha- just talk us through all that. So originally, uh, the plan was to play at the C-35 Sports Complex in Goldsboro. The old E-cap for people who... Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, I might as well just keep calling that. That's what everybody still knows. That's when I bring it up. Like, what's that? I'm like, oh, E-cap. Yeah. Um, because it sounds like you're talking about an airplane when you say C-35. It, it does. It does. Um, so we were going to play there. Uh, there was numerous things that went into us not being able to play there. Um, we found out that uh, some of the, the Wayne County laws, as far as, like, is it dry county? Mm-hmm. Uh and I should have known that, having been former law enforcement yeah. <laughs> there. But um, if it's not within the city limits, you can't sell and serve in the same location. So we couldn't do beer sales, which is one thing. For night games, you really want that because um, it attracts the crowd. It's been proven that your attendance increases by 400% um, just by having alcohol sales available for night games. I didn't know that. Um, and then so, so that was just one minor thing. Uh, the, the main thing was the, the facility is so busy that if we had a rain out, we probably would not be able to reschedule. And losing games in a, in a short season, that's that's a lot of money that you're potentially missing out on. So um, we agreed to part ways. It was like um, with C35, and we set our sights on just different facilities in Goldsboro. Uh, we came to an agreement with uh, Goldsboro High School and Wayne County Public Schools to use um, Legion Field for their, at Goldsboro High School. Uh and then, a very nice facility and a historic facility in that. It is. I mean, yeah. a lot of great baseball players played there. Yeah. Um, Goldsboro has a very rich uh, history of professional athletes or professional baseball players. And um, I didn't, being from there, I didn't really, I knew about it some. Mm-hmm. But then the more I dug when we were moving there, it was like, oh man, there's like, like so many famous people. Like, I think there's like 40 something. Um, professional baseball players just from that small town. No, 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 you're absolutely right. And that's one of the things that, you know, we're NBA, you know, here, you look around and here and see, you know, the NBA players that we've oh, yeah. had from here. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but Goldsboro, it really is. I mean, I think of Clyde King, who is just, I had the opportunity to meet and get to know a little bit before he passed away. And, uh, the Narens, I mean, I, when you th- I mean, Goldsboro does have a very, ri- like you said, a very rich history of uh, professional baseball and great baseball players. Hey, Jackson Massey's from uh, Wayne County. Uh, our ba- our baseball coach down at uh, South and North, David Combs. I don't know if you remember him or not. He okay. came along after you after you played, I'm sure. But he's uh, went to Mount Olive and played his high school baseball there too. So a rich history. Pick back up there, rich history of uh, baseball there in Wayne County. Yeah. So we wanted to capitalize on that and, and with the base, and then uh, we saw that you know if we played at one of the public school uh, facilities, we could really give back to the community, and, yeah. and that's kind of that's what the we want to every city we move into the, the league, we want to leave it better than when we initially came in. Um, and uh, so we went with a deal. Uh, we tried to get a 10-year deal with Wayne County Public Schools, and various reasons it was denied. And then twice we came to one-year deals, and once again, various reasons it was after it was agreed, they were canceled on us. Um, and we were probably about a week away from when the league needed to know, hey, where are you playing? Um, and we still hadn't had anything finalized because it just kept getting you know, flip-flopped from the – the public school system. How stressful was that? Oh, that was super stressful because I have, you know, about 30 kids coming in from across the country. I had to find them places to live. I had to find food for after games. The league was waiting to uh, get the schedule finalized um, because depending on where we played at the times and 
when we could have the games. Uh, so a lot of things were being put on hold, and um, the can was just continuously being kicked. Um, so we had to pull, we had to pull the plug. We didn't really have a choice. Uh, Lindor Community College um, opened their arms. and was like, hey, come on over here. So we did, and uh, it's been great. You could have gone anywhere. I mean, that's one thing that we're blessed with here in uh, Kinston and Lenore County is that you guys are here. But, again, you could have gone anywhere. Why Lenore Community College? I mean, who did you reach out to them? Did they reach out to you? How did that all happen? So that all went through the owner. Um, I know he was. we were scouting different places, uh, a bunch more fields in, in Wayne County. Uh, we talked with Mount Olive, University of Mount Olive, and then Lenore. Uh, the, the thing, the attractive part about Lenore Community College was that it was still – you know, Kinston's still close to Goldsboro, so we can still pull off that fan base if we need to. Um, if you haven't been in the field, they do a really good job there on that field. It's a, it's a beautiful field, beautiful junior college field. Um, they, they keep it up really well, and it, it fit everything that we needed. Uh, and probably, and honestly, the biggest thing is that they wanted us there. Yeah. Right? It, it's good to be wanted. Yeah. Um, so rather than it keep getting pushed, pushed, pushed by other groups, um, LCC's just open arms. Yeah. They wanted us, and we wanted home. So. That's awesome. Talk about uh, – tell us a little bit about – I mean, obviously, this is the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. So oh, you're, 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 in, uh, you're in very friendly confines when you're here uh, talking about them. But we, we work a lot here with Shelly Barnes, the mm-hmm. athletics director at uh, Lenore Community College, and then there are other coaches in the other sports. Uh, what was it like what, – what has it been like so far working with uh, Coach Barnes and uh, – uh, everybody over at Lenore Community College at this point. So I've mostly worked with the uh, the baseball staff. Yes. And, you know, it's – they're uh, very hospitable. Um, yeah. You know, we're like, hey, we, we need the fields at these times, and what can we do to help? Um, I think it's probably a, it's a baseball thing where they don't want us to help. Like, this is my grass. I'll fix it. I'll yeah. fix my lines. And so um, – there's a lot of things that we don't have to do that we were expecting to do, and it, they just continuously go above and beyond. As, um, when, we f- when we first showed up, before we had all of our equipment, um, you know, giving us, letting us use our baseballs, their cages, and uh, you know, just anyth- everything that we could have possibly hoped for and more is, is coming from uh, the baseball staff. Gary Smith, just one of the the great guys. Oh, he, he's of phenomenal. All time. Yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. is phenomenal. This first, I I did not know him until this until um, he moved over there, but it's. It's been great, um, and I would definitely uh, recommend to anyone that I come across now, if they're looking for where to go play baseball, definitely look at LCC because, you know, they're taking care of us. They're obviously going to take care of you if you're playing for them. Oh, absolutely. Um, that voice you're listening to is Billy Stern. He is the uh, general manager of the Kinston Wingman, live here on the Brian Hanks Show this morning. Uh, so, I mean, one of the things that I had heard initially was when you guys came here, well, and, and we're going to get into the whole Downey's Wood Duck situation and uh, all the news that came out of that uh, here in a little bit. But uh, was I, I think there were people thinking that maybe you guys were just going to be here for like one year, you know, until you were able to find a more permanent spot. Well, you guys kind of put that to rest earlier this week when uh, you signed a 10-year deal with uh, with Lenore Community College. And uh, just uh, I'm not even going to try to analyze. Just tell us a little bit about that deal uh, with uh, Lenore Community College. So it it is it was very important that wherever we found to play that we established ourselves, um, yeah. and there's there's no better way to do that than committing for long term. Um, and uh, 
a lot of these, you know, the teams, for, largely we run on sponsorships. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to get sponsors if they're like, well, you might not be here. Yeah. Especially when they just heard about us. Like you said, um, we flipped from Goldsboro to Kinston real quick. And I just started social media blasting and getting my name out there. And people are like, who, who are you? And By the way, great <laughs> job on that. I Seriously. appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we needed to show – Kinston and Lenore County that, you know, we're, we're serious about being here and building something. So, um, initially, you know, all these things start with a one-year deal, but we wanted to, uh, go ahead and jump in on long-term just to show the seriousness, like I said. And then, um, so that, man, so that's, what year is this? <laughs> 2023. <laughs> so yeah, so we're here to uh, 2033 at a minimum. So, yeah, which, uh, you know, I know some people in Goldsboro were upset about that because they were hoping we would come back. But, you know. That, like I said, that's one of the things that I had heard was potentially this was a one-year kind of thing and maybe you'd be back in Wayne County next year. Yeah, I, I think initially with the the very beginning of the move to LCC, there was still a lot of unknowns. But because it's working so well, so so quickly, it's like, well, we'd be crazy to leave this situation, you know. Um, Goldsboro, you know, Goldsboro, great city. It's where I'm from. But, um the the wingman as we are known now is uh Kinston is just it's just home so and it was made clear from the very beginning um that you know we were wanted here and then you know with the wood ducks yeah well we'll segue into that <laughs> well no we'll segue into that uh this is uh, this is wood ducks wednesday here on the show they're a sponsor of the brian hanks show and oh. uh so like i said it's sort of ironic having you on here but uh, but the thing with the Wood Ducks is, and it's not even their fault. I mean, I don't know if you've met John Clemens, the general, you're the general manager of uh, the Wood Ducks and that, those folks there. I feel bad for them. I mean, I really do. They had nothing to do with this. It was all above their pay grade that, you know, hey, how about that using a little Army lingo <laughs> for you there? But it was above their pay grade that uh, Texas decides to sell the team. Uh, it is going to be moved to uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina. The franchise is probably by 25, but who knows? We don't know when it's going to be. Uh, and it seems like you and, uh, the wingman have just, you, you're looking to fill that void of, uh, baseball when this inevitably happens. I mean, obviously you're putting a good product out there on the field right now over at LCC, but what is the long-term, uh, I know you just signed a 10 year agreement with LCC, uh, to play your games out there, but what if Granger stadium opens up in 25 is that something that uh the old north state league and the kinston wingman or whatever the name of the team is by 25 or 26 is that something that you think you guys are interested in playing over in at historic granger stadium well um uh, part of you know our contract does have a, a clause in it that if granger stadium came up and we could move um and we would have to be out of our minds to not consider it yeah. i mean granger stadium is a beautiful stadium you know uh, Did you ever play there in your? In your no, uh, I've been to a lot of games there. Yeah, <laughs> back when they were, you know, the Kinston Indians and yeah. now the Wood Ducks. Um, so, yeah, we, I would love to play there if, if to have that facility if it came, if it opened up. Yeah. Um, actually, whenever the Wood Ducks were sold, um, I immediately texted the owners like, "I want Granger." <laughs> yeah. So, because I, I mean, something like that it doesn't come around often at all. I mean, I love Lenore Community College. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And if we if we're there for ten years, you know, I'm 100 percent happy with that. But you know, just I mean, it's Granger Stadium. You mm-hmm. know, um, there's just so much um, history and so many things that can be done still in the future with with that location and um, with everything it represents. So um, so we'll see. Um, and I I don't know anyone in the Wood Ducks um, okay. as far as our staff. So um, but I understand 
the pieces that led to this. And it's kind of, truthfully, if, if you follow Major League Baseball and the collective bar- bargaining agreements, this this was coming. Yeah. Um, and, and it's going to hurt a lot of the small market teams in uh, minor league baseball because, you know, now there's the new um, stadiums have to have certain things. The players are getting paid more now than they ever have before in the minor league. So now they're actually – you know, before they weren't really getting paid to play unless you were a superstar and you were projected to be an amazing player. Otherwise, you know, you were kind of just piecing it together with, with your pay. And um, so now they're, you know, the baseball players are getting a better quality of life, which which they need because it's, it's a long season and they put a lot into it. And, um, you know, it's, it's a grind. So it, it's good for them, but bad for, you know, but it hurts the communities. And there's a lot of, it, and I understand. So um, when I was starting my social media blast, there was a lot of uh, people in Kinston that were like, hey, you should probably tone it down some. This is affecting a lot of people. And I'm like, I understand, but I've got to capitalize at the same time. Nobody knows who, who we are, and now that the you know, Woodducks are going to be stepping away, I want them to know who we are because I want to fill that void if it comes available. Um, as, a, as a business person, I would be crazy to not step in and try to be like, hey, here we are. Here's So any thread that was popping up about the Woodducks, I was – I was hopping on there with a meme or or a gif or just anything saying, "Hey, how you doing? Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, we're the Wingman." Yeah. Now, and you did a good job with that. Like I said, that's how I discovered you was and between uh like I said appearing on Zach's show and just everywhere it seemed like I, I saw your face. I recognize you, okay? That's good. There you go. Uh Again, that voice you listen to, it's Billy Stern. He's the uh, general manager. i got to pay a bill here real quick. As someone who you know who has to pay bills yourself with uh, the women, let me do this real quick. I want to thank uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the uh, exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you to Beverly Jenkins and all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. We're going to get back into it here in a moment, but again, I want to thank all our day one sponsors. Lenore Community College. Yeah, yeah. Home. <laughs> Home. There you go. UNC Lenore Healthcare, Goeco Office Automation, Spence Automotive, uh, Woodman Life, Arendelle Parrot Academy, and then uh, all, all our other sponsors. We just really do appreciate them. Uh, Kenston Police Department, the Down East Wood Ducks, uh, Down East Protection Systems, Davis Wholesale Tire, all our sponsors. We just, again, really do appreciate every single one of them, and especially with uh, prep football season coming up. You're going to be hearing a uh, a lot more about them as we get closer to that. But again, uh, want to get back to our big interview as always, brought to you by UNC Lenore Healthcare, and it is Billy Stern. He's the uh, 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 general manager of the Kinston Wingman, and uh, let's continue on that thread a little bit of uh, just filling that void. Now I can tell you, I'm on a couple of I'm on the Parks and Rec Commission, on the Kinston Lenore County Parks and Rec Commission. I'm on the Pro Baseball commission here too so i can already tell you you know i got it i'm giving you you probably already know this i'm sure but you know the cpl is nosing around a little bit in kenston right now and uh they have made overtures to uh, the city of kenston and kenston city leaders that 
they would love to have a team in here. Obviously, uh, you've not been shy at all, Billy, of uh, letting us know that uh, the old North State League and the Kenson Wingman or whatever the team ends up being called would like to uh, be here too. When you lay, for folks who may not know, because I got to tell you, and I've said this several times before, Billy. 90% of baseball fans at Ken, uh, Granger Stadium, whether it's the Down East Wood Ducks playing there, whether it's the Kenson Wingman maybe eventually playing there, whether it's a CPL team, whether an independent league team comes in, which is still a possibility uh, of happening, I don't think 90% of fans are going to be able to tell the difference. Now, people like me who's been in sports, I was a sports reporter for 25 years. I mean, I, I know sports. Uh, a Zach Hawkins going to know the difference. Uh, you're a big-time fan. But, dude... My girlfriend, Linda, who you met, she's not going to be able to really tell the difference between uh, old North State League team, a CPL team, and uh, an affiliated minor league team. I think that kind of plays into the advantage a little bit for uh, for a franchise like you. What do you think about that? Yeah, um, I definitely agree. It's, it's, yeah. if you're, unless you're like really, really into it, you're not going to know the difference. Yeah. I've, I've had to explain a lot about what – uh, collegiate wood bat baseball is to a lot of people that just didn't know. Um, so thankfully, and I, sports fans that you've had to describe it to, I'm sure. Yeah, a- absolutely. Because they're like, okay, so they do they get paid? Are they, you know, what kind of contracts are they under? Um, do they have the permission of the schools? So it's just a lot of a lot well, of questions. Delve into that a little bit. Tell us a little bit about what this old North State League uh, wood bat league is about. Okay, so um, the collegiate wood bat leagues all over the country. What they do is they we bring in um, just college players uh, that want more reps before the fall season starts or their coaches are like, hey, you probably need to get some more playing time this summer. And, and so they'll look for places for them to go play. Um, and there's there's leagues all across the country. I first got involved with the Alaska Baseball League when I was stationed up there. Uh, we were there for three years. Wait a minute. Tom, there's a, I didn't even know. There's an Alaskan Baseball League? There is. There's a, there's another Woodbat team, uh, league called the Alaska Baseball League. Um, and uh, – I can't remember how many teams there are, but our, our home team was the Chugiak Eagle River Chinooks. And it, it was fun. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it was, you know, they had a game at like midnight because it was, you know, sun all <laughs> 24 hours during the summer. So, um, yeah, there's, there's leagues all over. And, uh, you know, the, athlete, the, the baseball players just, you know, find one that they think is going to be a good fit and the coaching staff they think is going to be a good fit. And they'll go play and spend the summer living in the communities. And, uh, you know, some have – like volunteer requirements that they have to fulfill while they're playing there, um, like uh, public, uh, what's that word? Like public, public service. Yeah, public service, public yeah. appearances, kind of things that they have to do um, as part of it. Some leagues do, some leagues don't. Um, our league doesn't really have as many because we have a, a lot of games in a very short period of time, which is one thing that's attractive about our league is that, you know, we get you in here, we get you playing, and we get you out, go enjoy the rest of your summer, get back to school. Yeah. Um, so we have uh, – college kids from all over the country we have a lot of uh, we also have some high school seniors that graduated that are committed like luke Cam- uh, luke cannon who's nearby who's going to campbell um he's one of them we've, we've got a few like that so uh yeah we just bring them in they play baseball summer live in the community live with host families and uh hopefully we put on a good show and people enjoy it now i, I- this is fascinating to me i know buddy bingo a little bit from uh, moorhead city uh, with the moorhead city marlins okay. and uh the uh, owner and I guess he's also the general manager down there. So this fascinates me. It really does. So the players don't get paid, right? They do not. Okay. Um, yeah, they don't get paid. Uh, they just they're really just here for the for the reps and the and the love of baseball and and the experience. No, that's awesome. So who puts that together? Who decides? Like you said, it's a thirty man roster essentially. Is that 
part of your job? Is that what you do is put this team together? How does, how does the team – how do you get players – like I said, I've seen there's three or four players from LCC. There's, uh, I think, three or four from Mount Olive mm-hmm. that play for this team. I think there's a couple from Pitt Community College. I mean, you've put together a real – again, what is sexy about it to me – that's the wrong choice of word. What's interesting <laughs> about it to me, though, is that you've got players from around our area, and I'm not denigrating the Down East Wood Ducks or anybody else, but, you know – there's one player from North Carolina on the Down East Wood Ducks on the Kenson Wingman. You've got players that we've seen them grow up. And like you said, Luke Cannon's the prime example, one of the best pitchers to come through this area in the, probably the last four or five years. How in the world did you get him, and how did he not end up like with a CPL team or something like that? So, thankfully, with, with having Jackson as the head coach, yeah. he's been yeah. able to you know, <laughs> you know, know, leverage some of his relationships with um, the local schools and University of Mount Olive. So, he, he's been instrumental in pulling those. As far as some of the other players, I really just Googled, like, uh, junior college baseball teams, uh-huh. and I just went down a list of all the junior college teams in the country, and I was just calling coaches and seeing who would return my calls. I don't know how other general managers do it, but that's how I did it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it, I guess it seemed to work some. It, you know, we got some players in, and uh, I made a lot of new friends on the phone. <laughs> well, this is something, again, and I know I'm bouncing all over the place, and I like to t- try to stay, like, in a linear fashion when I interview, but I'm, I'm very fascinated by what you do and with what you're doing here with uh, the Kenston Wingman. Just what – what is impressed, not impressed you, what is something that you just did not expect? Like you said, you've been on this job since August, so really only about nine months or so that you've been doing this. So I guess we're coming up on 10 months. But what what is something that has that you had no idea that you would be doing as a general manager of this team that if you if you'd have told Billy Stern in May a year ago or in June of 2022 this is going to happen, you would be like, no, there's no way that's going to happen. What has really surprised you in your position? Uh, like good surprise or bad surprise? Either one. <laughs> no, that's good. Hey, how about good and bad? So uh, a good surprise is honestly just really how much fun I'm having. Yeah. Um, just being around the team and uh, meeting different people in the community. Like that's, that's been probably the best surprises. Um, just how many people I've been able to, to meet and organizations I've been able to get involved with especially the nonprofits. I'm learning so much about different nonprofits and, you know, the great people in both Wayne County and Lenore County and what they're doing um, that most people have no idea that these resources are out there. Mm-hmm. And um, so that, to me, has been phenomenal. Uh, bad surprise, I guess, um, how many – I'm surprised at how many people are opposed to something new, even if it can – you know, better the area. Yeah. I guess that's probably the nicest way for me to put it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. I hate that you've experienced. No, man, I, sincerely, I hate as someone who's invested in this community, and I know you're helping a couple of our. Uh, not that I'm patting myself. On, I'm also on the Lenore Green United Way board, and I have been for years. And I know that you're doing stuff for them. I know you're honoring Rad. You're doing something with Rad coming up this summer too, which uh love april houston in fact she sat in that very chair you're in right there about a week ago and we interviewed her as they uh, had an event coming up so i appreciate that you are reaching out to the community and that you're doing this stuff that you're doing there too but as someone who's only been here 20 years i got here in 2002 so i've been here about 21 years i know exactly what you're talking about there are people and i and it's in every community mm-hmm. i'm guaranteed the same way in goldsboro as it is here in kenston and greenville wilson wherever it, it does befuddle me, though, Billy, that there are people that are just so opposed to change. It, it is. You know? And even if it's a positive change, they're opposed <laughs> to it. So, and actually, when, I, when I'm talking about the, the 
opposed to change. Uh, I haven't really had that as much in Kinston. Okay, good. We, yeah, as we did in Goldsboro. Kinston, I mean, y'all are crazy about baseball, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which uh, which has been great. Um, you know, like, hey, the more teams, the better, it seems like here. Um, the, the opposed to change was mostly dealing with Goldsboro and trying to get that okay. off. Okay, okay. So. Hey, what do you see? And again, that voice you listen to is Billy Stern. He's a general manager of the Kinston Wingmen, live here on the Brian Hanks Show this morning. Uh, what do you, could you see? Because I got to tell you, I've actually heard this bounced around too. That uh, there is a possibility of 2024 of seriously of having a CPL team here potentially for a first year, having the old North State League team in your team here. Of having one more year of Down East Wood Ducks. Is that over? I get, and we have an American Legion team. I, I've got to mention them, too, <laughs> who uh, Ty Eason does a really good job with our American Legion team, too. Literally, next year, the possibility, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but we, the possibility exists of having four baseball teams playing summer baseball here in Kenston, Lenora County. I mean, that's something you're opposed to, or just your thoughts on that? So I am not opposed to anything. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people with the CPL. Um, I have really good relationships with a lot of yeah. them. Um, and I guess, you know, this CPL, you know, it's, it's an old league. It's A lot of people know all about it. We're, we're new and we're upcoming and, we're you know, we're fighting for our spot. Um, so if if I was the CPL, I wouldn't come to Kinston because then I, I would have to face off against me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just – Well, that's confidence. I like that. I, I mean, yeah. I'm not going to, you know – yeah, you, you might you might be the bigger name, but I'm I'm gonna be in here scrapping. Um, so I, you want to be here? I am here. Yeah. So um, Kinston's my town right now until somebody knocks me out. I so, like it. Um, yeah, you may want to be here, but I'm already here. I like it. I like it a lot. Billy Stern, uh, general manager of the Kinston Wingman. Let's talk about. And I know this is something you and Zach talked about a lot. Was just the name change. That I mean, obviously the Wingman was an homage to uh, Seymour Johnson, or is an homage to. Uh, Seymour Johnson, and I got to tell you, still sweet, sweet jersey you've got there, dude. That is awesome <laughs> that you're wearing right now. Uh, so, where do we stand with the name change? Uh, if I, just several, I'll just I'll pepper you with three or four questions. You can attack them however you want to. But again, the wingman now. Uh, I think aren't you? Ha- are you guys having some kind of contest or something to figure out what the next name is going to be of uh, this Kinston franchise? When would that take effect? Would that something that would take effect this year? Or are you guys going to be the wingman for the rest of the twenty three season? Just, uh, just take on all uh, all these from uh, from the name point. Okay, so we are right now we're taking um, nominations for a new name. Um, I have a Facebook post that I continuously share yeah. where people go on there and they comment a name. Um, so we are taking that up until the end of this month. Okay, and then the top four names starting July first will be voted on. And uh, we'll take votes at all the home games up until our last home game. And then we will announce the winner during the seventh inning stretch of our last home game on July 21st. Um, well, that's our last regular season home game. Hopefully we're in the championship. So we'll see. But that'll be our last regular season home game. That's when we're going to announce the winner. The the name change, if it does, because there's a lot of people still wanting us to stay the wingmen in the area. Because yeah. like, I didn't realize there was such a big aviation community here in Kinston. Yeah, the um, – uh, Global Transport. Yeah, and uh, is it Spirit that's also over mm-hmm. there? So I didn't, I didn't realize that. So the, a lot of people were getting behind that name too. Um, so I guess if there is a name change, it'll take, in, it'll go into effect after this season, and then we'll start, you know, 
doing the branding and marketing leading up to, to next season. Yeah. So, and we've got some pretty uh, interesting names. That's where I was going. That, that <laughs> my next natural question, what, what are some of the names that have really intrigued you? I know, listen, I love Zach. Zach's my boy and all that. I advertise with him. I mean, Zach does a great job over there. Uh, but, dude, the Lock News Monsters, come on. That's just – I'm looking at your jersey right now. How in the world are you going to get Lock News Monsters on a jersey, dude? That I have no, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, if it ends up being that, how how would that be? I I have no idea, um, because Kinston Lock News Monsters is a very long name, yeah, and um, it's very important to the ownership that we have the name Kinston, very good in, in the in the team name, um, and a lot of that comes from when you know I I hate to keep harping on the Wood Ducks, but you know they came in and you know they chose their name, it was Down East. Well, Kinston, we're not even in Down East, so the name didn't didn't correlate to the city or or the county. So we want Kinston to be front and center, so people. When they're looking up our team, where do we play? They know, right? Um, nothing is a lot news monster's name, but people are looking up News River. That could be anywhere, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it's not shining the light here. Take on. that, Zach. <laughs> oh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so it's, it's not shining the light really on where where we play, where home is. Yeah. Um, so that's although a logo for I will. This is the one part that and I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you here, Billy, but right. although. The logo for a Lock News sponsor would be pretty doggone cool. I see like the the blurry, you know, Lock News sponsor, but with a bat in his hand. Yeah, so I mean, there are some pretty cool like <laughs> things you could come up with um, yeah. for that. Even or maybe they just shortened to like the the Kinston River Monsters, or yeah. I know there's the um, the Dragon Park, the Water Dragons, or something. Yeah. I'm sure you could find a way. Someone out there smarter than me could probably find a way to change that name and get some votes for it. So that's one of them, and then the other is the Unicorns, which. I didn't really know. It's in our city logo, yeah. So, yeah. Our city uh, the seal, seal, yeah. It, which is pretty cool. The, the, the tie-in is really cool, I guess. Um, one of the original founders is it, um, of the area that was in their family crest, yeah. and, and I didn't know that. And so, at first, I was kind of like, well, that's kind of weird. People don't believe it, Billy, until you show it to them. There's somebody I was talking to, it, it's been in the last week, and I pulled it. You just Google, you know, uh, Kinston City, city of Kinston Seal, and there's the unicorn. There it is. There it is. <laughs> in all his beautiful glory. Um, in all his beautiful glory. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, that would be an interesting name. Um, there is a Utica Unicorns. I, I think they're another summer league team out of New York. But, um, well, you know, which leads to, and again, I want to hear some of these other names, but when you do decide on a name, how hard is it? Because I remember, listen, I was here for the whole Down East Wood Ducks thing, and when they decided to, we thought it was going to be Kinston there for a minute, but then when they decided it was going to be Down East, they gave – fans uh an opportunity to vote on what it was going to end up being and uh again wood ducks is what it ended up being and uh but they had to go i guess my point is they had to go through all these uh trademark things i'm assuming that's something and i know talking to buddy down in uh moorhead city by the way have you heard what their alternate name is going to be this summer no are you ready for this i'm ready the moorhead city motor boaters uh, there could be some very good promotional nights for that. <laughs> Seriously, and I mean it's. We'll talk more off air, and I'll I'll describe their logo because I've seen the logo for it and everything. Okay, but uh, but I know you, what we had to go through here with the Texas Rangers to get you know the Wood Ducks and the the proprietary logo and all that. And I'm sure you're having to, you had to do it with Wingman. People don't understand, and I'm a Washington football fan, so, I mean, I know when they changed their name from the old name to even the Washington football team and then to uh, the commanders, there was a lot of work there. People don't realize the work that you guys have to do as an organization once you decide on that logo, do they? No, they don't, and it it is a lot of work. And, unfortunately, right now, um, we have, like, one person who does it for, like, the entire league. Like, she does all the logos and all the designings, and she's 
um, all the original team names she came up with. And, I mean, she's done a great job. So I don't know how she's going to go about handling that so soon. Because yeah. um, you want to get this thing turned around for next season. so Absolutely. Because the sooner the better, the sooner we can get it out there. Because, you know, um, yes, we are a summer team. But I don't want us to disappear the rest of you know the, the other ten months out of the year. I want to you know, I want the wingmen to still be actively engaged in the community with you know the different parades, different activities, so that we're we're giving we're giving something back. I can't ask you to come support us for two months if I'm not doing anything to support you the rest of the year either. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to uh, uh, big sponsorships that are needed. So, um, yeah. So that's gonna be a, a quick turnaround. Hopefully, um, I don't know. How, I don't know how she's gonna do it. Other than she's smarter than I am, <laughs> so uh, Linda, who you just met, who brought you back there, she's she's got her vote in. But we've got to remind people you can't just vote online; you've got to go to the ballpark to vote, right? So uh, for for right now, you just oh, comment you can, on the okay. Facebook post. The she said she votes to keep Wingman. Okay, yeah, that's it. See, I like that one. That's a good vote. Um, <laughs> and so what I do is every day it, it's it's tedious, but every day I'll go through and I'll look for any new comments on that post, yeah. and then I'll like them as I as I count them off. Um, but then July 1st, yes, as people come into the stadium, they'll cast their vote. Um, and Can you vote more than once? Um, you just got to come more than one game. Yeah, <laughs> but you have one vote per game. You do. You have one vote for a game unless okay. I'm kind of thinking about maybe if you come dressed as the mascot you want, I'll give you a second vote. <laughs> so, I mean. Wait a minute. Are you telling me Zach's going to come dressed as a Loch Ness monster? Uh, I think he should if you're listening to Zach. Um, you should definitely be there. We actually had a couple kids show up the other, um, to a game the other day dressed as unicorns, so it was kind of cool. That's so, awesome. It was a little early, but I was like, hey, you know, come back and you'll get extra votes. I got to tell you, I'm kind of leaning towards Eagles. And, you know, that was an old name for uh, – and that's before my time. I mean, mm-hmm. but that was back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. We had the Kenston Eagles here in town. And I, I think as an homage to old – baseball here in Kinston, but uh, yeah, I'll get my vote in there too. Let me, we're wrapping up here uh, with Billy Stern, the general manager of uh, the Kinston Wingman here, live on the Brian Hanks show today. Uh, tell me this, uh, what is the game, and I haven't had an opportunity to be out there yet. I'm going to try to, in fact, you have a game tonight as you're going to be taking on the River City Skippers. Uh, what is game type experience like uh, when you go to a Kinston Wingman game? So hopefully you're having a lot of fun. Um, so, um, you know, our tickets are very cheap. You know, it's it's eight dollars for adults, four for kids. Um, and then, uh, right now we don't have like a set DJ announcer, so I'm bringing in different DJs to to run the music. Today we have um, a guy named Corey Stewart, who's who's from the area, that's going to come out. Um, it's been um, DJ is it, I know him more as the Jambulance. I can't remember the actual names. Like DJ for Entertainment, um, who's local. He's been into a lot of our games and. Um, I'm getting players to do the the play-by-play and the overhead broadcasting, just uh, just to add something different to it. Um, so, it's I'm trying, our environment is very unique because we're new, <laughs> I guess. Because yeah, yeah. we're still we're still piecing it together. Yeah. Um. So every we're still ga- figuring it out. Yeah. Every game's gonna be a little different. Um. Like tonight, our our theme is superheroes. So any kids that come dressed in superhero costume, they're gonna get in free. Gonna do a parade. Talk to Corey. He's gonna play superhero different superhero theme songs throughout the night, just kind of keep that vibe going. Um, then Sunday we play against the Lexington Flying Pigs. So I'm calling it Grilling and Chilling. I'm bringing in a barbecue food truck to kind of just kind of go with that theme. And uh, so it's uh, my – the direction I want to be is is bigger than where I'm at now. And a lot of that is because of um, we had a little setback. We're having to move and not having a whole lot of time to set things up. Yeah. So we're, we're – 
I think we still have a pretty good environment. You know, R and R Brewing's out there every single night serving. I've got different. Uh, Say that again. R and R Brewing. R and R Brewing. Uh, okay. Mount Olive. Is you out do there. talk a little fast. You know that. Yeah, I bet I, you've been told that before. Right? I have. I do yeah. talk. R and R Brewing. Okay. R and R Brewing out of Mount Olive. Um, they're serving. They they do our beer garden every night. Um, okay. So they're out there. So there is that, and they always have specials. They have their pickle beer out there. Um, that was. Have you ever drank that before? You no, know, I tried it. Um, it was surprisingly good. Yeah. And I don't like pickles. Really? So the only yeah. The Wait a minute. You're from Wayne County, and I don't know. It's just I don't I don't know why I like pickles on Chick Fil A sandwiches, but that's about it. Yeah. Um I can't sit there and eat a pickle, but I, <laughs> I the pickle beer was way better than I expected. It to that's be. awesome. So they're out there. So R and R Brewing, okay. And then um, we have different food trucks rotating through tonight. Wings Round Town from uh, here local is going to be there. Thirty two below, um, which is a local ice cream truck is going to be there tonight. So. Um, just trying to mix up the different flavors every night and just kind of see what the fans enjoy. And um, we don't, for the food truck, we're, we're not charging them anything to be there. We're not taking any kind of profits or anything from them. It's just, hey, show up and serve what you make, you make. Um, we appreciate you being out here to support us and provide for our fans. So, Well, very good. Well, uh, the Kenston Wingman right now, four and three. Started off the season really hot. uh, It it happens. I mean, listen, it's a long baseball season. That's beautiful. This isn't a 15 game season or a 20 game season. What is it, 70 or what? Um, So we've got 19 home games. So it's probably around 40 something. Okay. um, And depending on, you know, playoffs Mm -hmm. and championships. Oh, very good. Well, listen, uh, come back. Will you come back on with me? I'm going to have Coach Massey on, I think. I'm going to try to get him back on one day next week. So we'd love to have a wingman presence here on the show. And oh, yeah. we give the updates every morning here uh, when I do my monologue in the 7 o'clock hour. So uh, good luck, Thank sincerely. I, I love baseball, and uh, I love your moxie. I really do. You, I'm talking about you personally. <laughs> you have a lot of moxie. I love that, uh, that you have made this your town. And, uh, hey, if anybody else wants to come in here, they're going to they're gonna have to uh, take on the incumbents, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> you um, want to be here, I'm already here. There you go. Maybe the, uh, the Kinston Stearns. Ah, that doesn't have a good ring. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> Listen, thank you so much. Uh, thank for, you for I mean, me. I, I got in touch with you, what, yesterday, and you came on today. I really do appreciate you coming on here, okay? Thank you for having me. That's Billy Stern. He is the uh, he is the uh, general manager of the Kinston Wingman. I tell you what, we are going to get uh, John and Jonathan in here. We're going to uh, chat a little bit about the birthday game, and then I'll come back and I'll wrap up this Wednesday edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. Well, I know folks have missed the birthday game this week, and uh, they've missed the wholesome, pure voices of uh, my co-hosts here, John Dawson. Yeah. And Jonathan Massey. Howdy. (laughs) And uh, once again, I guess this will be the third time I talk about it now that uh, I just, I don't know what I did. Well, I kind of do now. Rick Vernon came on the show on Friday, or was it? A few yesterday. days ago. A few days ago. I didn't do a show yesterday because of just other things that I was dealing with. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we had uh, Rick Vernon. Uh, Rick Vernon listened to me talking about how I messed up the birthday game, I guess. And he was right. I mean, I had to empty the trash. You know, you de- delete things off a card, but if you don't delete the trash, then sometimes it stays on the – go ahead. This is all WRNS <laughs> propaganda. Everyone here knows that Massey and I are locked in, like, the death throes of uh, contract negotiations. Contracts coming up. We want some more shekels. Yeah. Still looking for some back shekels, as a matter of fact. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're trying to get a little more shekels in the purse, as it were. And this is WRNS's way of playing hardball 
uh, by blocking us from the show for a few days. Your thoughts on that, Jonathan Massey? Well, you know, when I was brought on to this show, I was led to believe that performance uh, led to better pay. And I, I think we can say with a, a certain degree of uh, of positivity here that I have done nothing but dominate this birthday game. And I, I'm not getting paid like it. Yeah. You know, so and, until – until Wait a minute, is that built into your contract? It, it was. Oh, yeah, okay. you know, Now okay. – if they want to, if they want to go back on that contract, I'll have my team contact their team, <laughs> and uh, my team, of course, is John. <laughs> yeah. And there's also something in my contract that says if I dominate and who sang it, I'm supposed to get a little bump. Oh, no bump. Ooh. I don't know what to say to all that. Okay, I just uh, all I know is the official line here is that uh, I messed up and. That's why we've not had a birthday game since last <laughs> Thursday. But I want people to know who had won those because we, we recorded them. Yes. Yeah, we recorded them. I mean, the, let's see. Last Thursday, uh, or no, yeah, hold on. Last Thursday, June the 1st, Massey won 3-2 to two to start the month. Spoiler alert, the next day, John won 3-2. to two. Yes, he did. And then I won 3-2. to two. Then John won 3-2. to two. Then I won 3-2. to two. There you go. We've yes. had five back-and-forth days. So, the point being... On tomorrow's birthday game on Thursday, June the eighth, because today is Wednesday, June the seventh. That uh, <laughs> you know what would make that funnier is if we actually used a different voice to say the date. You know, so it would actually absolutely sound like a, uh, a pre-recorded message. Yeah. Yeah. So tomorrow we really will have the birthday game. We'll be well, back. We, Hopefully, we if we have a late night meeting with the attorneys tonight, so we'll <laughs> we'll see, won't we? We definitely will. But just to, to see because like I said, I raised the curtain last week and people knew that uh, you know, about the birthday game. We pre-record all these. You're on a, a company, man. Day. You're just putting that story out there. <laughs> anyway, we all know what's going on. You won today's birthday game here on Wednesday, June the 7th. Let's just see just real quick. We're not going to go through a whole <coughs> birthday game here, but I just want to see if you guys can remember you know, us doing this last week. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, how old was he? 27. Ding, ding, ding. What? Yeah, look at Jonathan Massey there. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, 63. 64. He was 71. I think this is going to go exactly yeah. the way it was, one-to-one. One. Uh, Bill Hader, who we both love. All three of us love, I mean. Uh, Micah, right? Yeah. No, no, it'd actually be Dawson's go. Sorry. Oh, that's right. 47. Okay. I think he was like 44, so I'm going to say 40, 45. He's four, ding, 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 45, so it's two to one. Uh, the king of cool, Dean Martin. I got it, but I don't remember. I th- 106, I don't know. <laughs> ding, ding, Man, you guys have gotten right on the nose. So, yes, your <laughs> memories are pretty good. It was two to two, and this was the last one, which we had done all five days of the month, which we should let people know, which will never happen again. It come down to two to two every single day, but Prince – how old would Prince be if he were still alive today there, uh, Jonathan Massey? I want to say he would have been like, I can't remember now. I did the math at the time. Uh, was it 59 or 63? I can't remember. It was <laughs> one of those numbers. Or maybe it was 61. Pick one. I don't know. 61. A hundred. I don't know. <laughs> What's a legit? Give me a legit <laughs> guess on Prince. 60. That he still won. He's sixty-five today. He would have been sixty-five. He was born June the seventh, nineteen fifty-eight. Local birthdays today too. Kenneth Blizzard, one of the great guys in our neck of the woods, uh, who does a lot for the community. Does a whole lot for the community. He and his beautiful wife. And I, I did. I mentioned this too when we did it originally. Jacked 
Have you ever seen him without a shirt on, John Dawson? Kenneth Blizzard, local businessman and philanthropist. Every picture I've seen of him, he's been fully clothed, Brian. Okay, I didn't know if you have you. You work at the the at the. Uh, uh, the yes, I don't. I don't the, make a habit of going into the men's locker room to watch people change. <laughs> Remember now, we can't edit this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Well, I was, that's not bad. I mean, it just you're trying. He's Jack. You're trying. He's Jack. That's okay? enough. That's enough. Uh, today is his birthday. Bruce Ziegler, who is a local uh, 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 artist. If you go on my wall in my living room, I have a big piece of art from him on my wall in my living room. But the kitties playing poker? <laughs> no, it's of uh, a boat out in the uh, Noose River. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's a great painting, actually. It is a great painting, and Bruce Ziegler did that. And then uh, Matt Tribula, who just recently retired from the State Highway Patrol as a helicopter pilot, uh, today is his birthday, too. So some great birthdays there. And, uh, again, just wanted to uh, apologize to uh, my brothers and well, my brother-in-arms and my son-in-arms here. Wait, what? The kiss is not a contract. There you go. So, uh, again, uh, thank you, uh, John and Jonathan. I hope that was a good explanation for while we've not had any birthday games this week, uh, although we just kind of sort of threw one there together for you. And, uh, again, brought to you by GoEco Office Automation. Really do appreciate uh, Zach, uh, Zach, Jacques Pasolek and GoEco Office Automation for being the uh, proud sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show and the exclusive sponsor of the birthday game every day here on the show. When you spend your money with GoEco, it stays right here in our community. Uh, GoEco, the staff, they're professional. They're made up of the best in the business. They work hard to master their craft so you can provide your organization the best value. They're here to help. They take a servant mentality approach to all their clients. They're here to work for you. Call them and find out how they can help your organization just like they've helped me personally. I bought my Canon MF420 copier from Jacques Passeleg. Uh, more than five years ago, and it's perfectly served my needs whenever I've had a problem. And honestly, it's only been twice in the entire time. Jacques personally helped me both times. Give Goeco and Jacques Passelega a call at 252-286-5354 or visit their websites at goecoNC.com or whatisgoeco.com for more information. And again, thank you to Jacques Passelega, Goeco Office Automation, for being the exclusive sponsor of the birthday game every day here on the show. Uh, as we're wrapping up today's show, again, I uh, want to thank uh, our guests that came on and joined us today, Chris Edwards from uh, Duke University in our first hour. Uh, don't forget that uh, the uh, Duke Blue Devils will be traveling to uh, Charlottesville to take on the University of Virginia. You'll be able to listen to that. Uh, at Just Google it. You'll be able to find it, and it'll definitely be on the ESPN suite of networks, and I hope that we, I don't think they've announced formally yet uh, who they're going to be showing, but uh, I really, really do hope that we get a chance to see uh, Duke and Virginia on uh, one of the big ESPNs, either ESPN or the Deuce or ESPNU, one of the channels. I have nothing against ESPN+. Plus. I really don't because uh, they uh, they do a good job there too, uh, but it's just so much trouble projecting it up on the big screen, and I'd rather watch it on my big screen or one of my screens than to uh, – Watch it on uh, on my laptop or on my phone. So, like I said, anyway, uh, that'll be taking place this weekend. Let me tell you, just remind you again of uh, the games that are going to be taking place tonight out at Lenore Community College at Lancer Field. You, yourself, and I'm going to do my best to get out there today, too. You're going to be able to see uh, the Kinston Wingman. They're going to look to snap a three-game losing streak when they play at Lancer Field today at 5 o'clock against the River City Skippers. And now the Skippers... They're three and two, but they've won three in a row. So you've got uh, 
The Wingmen, who've lost three in a row, the Skippers, who have won three in a row, but they will be taking on each other at 5 p.m. in old North State League play. Uh, man, what a great conversation there, too, with Billy Stern. And one of the questions I, I'm just now realizing I didn't ask was they were talking uh, in their press release about uh, signing the 10-year contract with Lenore Community College was that they're going to be doing some improvements, uh, helping with some improvements. And I can tell you the number one that really needs to happen out at LCC, and I love LCC, as you know, and, uh, you know, uh, Coach Davis, everybody out there, but that they uh, they really need lights out there. And I know that's got to be a little bit of an impediment right now, impediment to uh, – to uh, the Kenston Wingman, and it has been to LCC for a little bit that they really need some lights out there. I'm hoping that this uh, agreement that they signed, that maybe that's something that Wingman can help is uh, to get some lights out there. Uh, hey, I've got a Parks and Rec Commission meeting tomorrow night. Maybe it's another one of the things that we can bring up there. But, again, that game is at 5 o'clock tonight between the uh, 4 and 3 uh, Kenston Wingman and the 3 and 2 River City Skippers. So uh, get out there and support them if you can. Uh, American Legion, I can give you the update from uh, Ty Eason. He uh, told me they did lose last night in Wayne County 9-2. to two. Uh, And this is what he said. We need to get him back on the show here, too. He said they have a lot of youth. He saw some of uh, Wayne's best senior and college arms. said he's actually really proud of our guys for scraping together two runs because he felt they were overmatched the whole game. And, you know, you heard uh, Billy talking about it here a little while ago. Man. There's some baseball talent in uh, Wayne County. There's no doubt about that for sure. Uh, and he said the score looks uglier than the game did, and I can appreciate that. So thank you, uh, Coach Ty Eason, for uh, sending me that. He actually sent me that in the first hour, but we were involved in our interview with uh, Chris Edwards at the time, and I couldn't get to it. But uh, let's see. The Legion team, they play uh, versus their home tonight. They take on Durham tonight at 7 o'clock at Kenston High School. They're also home tomorrow night against Wilson, too, at 7 o'clock. So I'll tell you what, may try to get uh, Coach Eason here on the line to uh, give us a little preview of that Wilson game tomorrow. So two chances to watch baseball here in Lenora County tonight. Uh, the Wingman at 5 o'clock at LCC. American Legion Post 43 at uh, Kenston High School. Okay, tomorrow we are going to have Shane, if you're listening, I'm going to try to see if I can get you to swap around again. We're going to have Paul Whittington on in our first hour. Maybe we'll have uh, Shane on in our second hour. We'll go from that. Have a great Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.